Today is Sunday, New Year's Eve 2017. This is Celtic Speed on the CLNS Media Network. And for the final time, I am Larry H. Russell. It was fitting the day after Christmas, I just nonchalantly checked the standings uh, on the ESPN website and I get a 404 error just splash right in my face. So it's just keep away. Anyways, a traditional like any other, it seems, title contending Celtics teams just going through the motions around every single Christmas. So these guys, a little bit earlier than the Garnett years, but uh, no worries, right? Nothing, there's nothing wrong with the Celtics. Where'd that ball movement go? Where'd this gigantic influx of bad pick and roll offense come from? The historic defense, Lord knows what happened with it. But Mr. Gelsa, what is wrong with the Celtics? Mr. Russell, it's good to be on, man. I, I would say, honestly, it's exhaustion. The schedule has really been grueling. I mean, I know the reporters have been exhausted. The players, dude, they're they're just beat. And I know you don't want to be you, – no excuse, team. You don't want to make excuses. But at the same time, when you have players in and out of the lineup with injuries, no time to practice whatsoever. And I can attest to the fact there have been zero practices. Um, then I add exhaustion on top of that, what goes first? communication on defense ball movement you're short rimming everything uh, your rotations are, are messed up communication on defense these are all rebounding these are all the areas you're seeing the Celtics struggle right now and I, I mean not to say I'm blaming it fully on rest but I think this this London trip uh, has really put put the Celtics in a situation where they have to play a ton of games in a short schedule yeah, that actually may have helped them getting that, that week off. At the end of the day, a trip to London is just like a trip to the West Coast. To Rome. Except it's going the other way. Uh, right. But you know what? Can't make this episode about that. We have to save it for the next host because he's going to have yeah. plenty of airtime to fill. As I know, wow. as I've known for the last four and a half years, uh, when you're doing shows in the dog days of January, February, and March, there's only so many times you get to, sit, to hit the topic, so... I like to uh, leave that for the next host. The national search is on for the new host. Do we have any updates there? LHR, if there were updates, I don't believe I'd share them with you right now. And that is my best Danny Ainge impersonation. We have to drive everyone, everyone on the new website. Hey, listen, Stay yeah, tuned to the new website. For sure. Evan has done a, a tremendous job. I, I almost feel Eric. bad calling him filling in. Well, and I don't know, and it may be, Evan, you don't know. I mean, the fact of the matter is he's proven that, that he could do it. it. Your shoes, though, man, I don't. no one's going to be filling your shoes, Larry. I, I no one say, fills with, my shoes. I wear Vibram Five Fingers, and I get made fun of by everyone all the time, so no one's going to wear those. I yeah. can attest to that. And, you know, I've got to say, it. you know, last five years, four and a half years working with you on this podcast, getting my name read in the credits, which I never asked for. So thank you for doing that. Uh, and amongst all these thousands of people who listen every week has been a, a true pleasure and a learning experience. And I think you could probably say good luck to the next, next host who has to work with me as their producer. Well, I'll tell you, the broadcast is in very good hands. First off, most importantly, we're just talking about the dog days. They got a contending team to talk about. For, hey, is that, is that an accurate statement? Is, are these Celtics, can we yes. officially call them contenders? Yes. Because contenders for what? <laughs> oh, the title? Yeah. The big deal? I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, I don't think they can beat the Warriors. But I, I do believe you're, we are going to see the Celtics, maybe not of the 16-game win streak, but some incarnation of that team come back in the second half of the season. And I do believe they could beat Cleveland. Well, I tell you what. 
in the Larry H. Russell era of Celtic speed. <laughs> it's sort of it, – it's actually interesting. I, I This show, or at least in the time that I've hosted, it's sort of sandwiched between the waning contending years of Garnett and then the actual full rebuilding. And now finally I, they have the team where, okay – they're probably not going to win the championship this year, but I would still put them in the contender category. They definitely qualify as a dark horse contender, whereas, I mean, even last year's team was not. That was still probably the back end of the rebuilding. But I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll put a guarantee. The Celtics will win a championship with this group. I'll say oh, that. Oh, I, I could say yeah. that too. So this show yeah. is, I mean, it's the next host is going to have a contending Celtics team. Larry, it's not Several. Several. So, uh, several championships? Yeah, if not several. Uh, well, I won't. No, gar- not several. I won't, I won't, no, wait a minute. Okay, I won't guarantee won't several championships. <laughs> I also will not guarantee several Celtics beat hosts in the few next few years. <laughs> but I do think they're going to win a championship with this group. Gordon Hayward, hopefully a part of it. I expect to be a part yep. of it. Yep. But, you know, it makes me really reminisce, too, because back when we started this show, and I know when – Never you tell the story of that. Like when I, it's a, we all about to have opposing. Oh, for goodness yeah. sakes! It's you yeah. know the book of Genesis. You know, I mean, in the beginning there was man, and I'm sitting there like, come on, man. But when I, I mean, when I started the show, I'll tell you that the primary driving motivation was because back then, 2012, Celtics still very good team. You know, like I said, waning years of the Garnett years. Was that 2012 Eastern Conference Finals, 2012, the or 2012-13, the, the, the first-round Jason out. Terry, the, yeah. the season we were all excited about at the very beginning of the year, yeah. it turned into a very a flat, boring season, yeah. excruciatingly uh-huh. boring season. But still I, enough to, to, to at least talk about them, because remember, back then, we, you know, we live, here we are, last day of 2017, we go into 2018. You do. You are aware there's like 10 million Celtics podcasts out there, right? You're aware of that, right, Nick? Oh man, am I aware of it? I mean, we own, we bought half of them. I mean, no, seriously, I am aware of it. There was one when or when I started, and uh, now well, that's exactly. 100. And you know, there's one when you started in 2012, 2013. That was Celtic Stuff Live. They were out by that. They took a little bit of a hiatus. They were on hiatus. They yep. Came back was, with uh, the Empires. Where they came back right? with the Empire, and. Yep. Back then, there was a, you know, the Celtics worldwide fan base. You think, hey, number four team in Boston, but one of the most famous franchises in North American professional sports. And you saw it. Internet. You have access to it. We were people clamoring for Celtics talk. And I finally said, why don't we just do this ourselves? We're going to do it a hundred million times better than those bird brains do on the local talk radio. That was the primary driving motivation. For starting Celtics beat in 2012. Right. Yeah. Well, we both have slightly different versions of the story, but I'll stick with yours today. This is Larry H. Russell Day here on CLNS Media, so I, I could do that. Well, the, and, uh, the best you're part right. was, was yeah. actually taking over. As, we started the show, but be actually taking over as hosts wasn't out as, you know, as some sort of like, you know, grand entrance or grand triumph. It was primarily, too, we were talking about bad Celtics years. You know, you had Adam Kaufman here last week, and he was talking about how hard hosting Celtics at 7 was with uh, the first year of of Brad Stevens. Taking over as host, myself, was done primarily out of no one wanted to talk yeah, about the Celtics. Yeah, had had Adam had the, the good fortune of callers who, you know, as, as we know from the postgame show, they could be very distracting, but they can also fill a lot of time. You filled a lot of time with hot air, 
American Farmers Network, uh, Vitamins. I don't even know. Picking on Jared Solinger's trainers. Uh, you know, just whatever would really rile up fans, but also give them insightful information. Jeff and, Green was a punching bag back in Oh, man, too. that was fun. But uh, here's the thing, Larry, and I think I could say this now. You know, I had somewhat of a hand in creating this LHR character, which has been a lot of fun. And uh, I'm just really, really thrilled to, and excited about the next phase of your development within CLNS Media. Of course, you're still going to have a hand into Celtic Speed. It's been your baby for four and a half years, and you're the executive producer. But to be able to work with you on more consulting-type projects and business administration-type stuff is very exciting for me. exciting for me because I've had little to no support besides Sean Backey over the years. And, and so this, this is uh, – and a, a 2018 tomorrow, Happy New Year, is uh, going to be a great year. It really is. I'm I looking would, forward to it. I, w- I was thinking of 2016, uh, last last December at this time. So this is the December of 2017. I remember we were talking to, right after Christmas, you were saying, I can't wait to 20, 2018. I remember we were talking to Sam Vecini, Derek Bodner, yeah. all at this time. And we were, it was the best part were, were their answers of it was the same thing. It was either immediately they said – Sure, we love to join CLNS, or eventually they said, "Sure, we love to just, you know to join." But I mean, what a year 2017 was for CLNS! What a year 2017 I... was for the Celtics! You know, first did you know this is? Uh, we were just talking about how the Celtics were the quote unquote number four team in Boston. That is now sort of just becoming like a mainstream type storyline. We mm-hmm. all know everything's digital. Digital. I mean, if you ran a poll on say one of the you know uh, local newspapers here. The general, you know, person in the poll, you know, no offense, is probably a 60 or 70 year old. But the number one Google search term in Boston for 2017, guess the one word. Kyrie. Celtics. Nice. No, same thing at this point. That's just great. That's great. I mean, it it goes to show, and I think we've been, especially being living out of market for, geez, majority of the years we've been in business I've always been one to say, you know, Celtics dominate. I mean, they've always been competitive, and their rebuild, their re- most recent rebuild was so fast. They own social. Uh, they, they own, own social. digital, they own, as we know. Yeah, I mean, they own digital. And so to me, it was always shocking to hear you guys say they're number four in the city until moving up full time and then getting a, a bit of a taste of terrestrial outlets boy the celtics do get abused so and and thank god they do larry because that gives us a a real uh home in celtics fans uh you know they're watching or viewing or listening schedules and so you know terrestrial outlets up in boston keep talking about everybody but but the celtics and 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 we'll make sure to focus on on that team here because uh that's been our mo since day one 2009 and and though we've expanded exponentially uh the celtics i think there's always a slight bias yeah you do love the little one of the favorite pr tags that i gave you still love it clns media the leading online provider of audio video coverage for the boston celtics that and the bullshit you could beep that out i am so jealous of the next host of celtics beat in 2018 and beyond who gets to endorse E-Harmony. That was the one thing. You were dying to hear me to do E-Harmony endorsements. Well, and you're keeping gonna, me on the phone for this. We're going to get this one in. So I'll do a Larry H. Russell E-Harmony endorsement. 
If you're trying online dating, chances are you've run into lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and random matches that don't turn into dates. You can't get to know someone by just looking at their picture. If you look at my picture on Twitter, you would think I'm this unbelievable, you know, really generous, uh, you oh, know, very great going. Yeah, yeah. Do the any- opposite of Elliot Jar. <laughs> I do anything, anything that what it takes. Let's go to the read. Okay, eHarmony is unlike many other online dating sites. eHarmony takes steps that other dating sites don't do in order to find you a more compatible match. They are built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships. Not a shallow hookup site. They have helped over a million people find their perfect match. Right now, my listeners can get a free month with eHarmony when they sign up for a free month subscription. Enter my code CELTICSPEED at checkout. Won't be my code. Too long. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there is one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter my code CELTICSPEED at checkout. eHarmony.com. Enter code CELTICSPEED at checkout. You know you get- Larry, before... Before I, I sign out here, Larry, I just want to say uh, Happy New Year to, to the listeners of this show. Uh, like I said, 2018 is going to be a great year. You can expect more Celtics beat. We are speaking to a hell of a lot of interested candidates, and, and some may actually shock you uh, to find out, and maybe someday that will come out. But either way, uh, at this point, the format, I mean, of course, the new host is going to have a say in the creative aspects of this show. But the format and the foundation was built by you, Larry. And uh, as long as you're with this company and I'm with this company, uh, that will remain the same. So the listeners can expect more of the same amazing guests and uh, maybe a little bit less pompous of a host, depending on you who never know. we bring on. Yeah, you never uh, know. But, but either way, Larry, you'll always have a uh, footprint on this show and uh, listeners can be guaranteed that you'll have a say into this show's future so thank you all thanks to our sponsors and to the listeners and thanks especially to you larry h russell well i have to give my thanks as well of course to you for just giving me a platform and then of course said platform has led now to a lot of different things at clns a lot a lot and uh, we're looking forward to really we're gonna have some fun working on behalf of the empire in 2018 and beyond but have to give, I do have a rundown. Most importantly, of course, listeners, I would have lost interest real quick hosting this show if there were not people listening, but people caring. I mean, Nicola, the Italian team that reach out on Facebook, Twitter, all sorts of means. Speaking of Facebook, Mr. Ricketts and the great Aussie fan base, Mick Conlon, Russell Gass. I mean, he's a diehard podcast fan going all the way back with the Celtic Stuff Live guys. E-Man, you know, Mr. Ayers and his great Facebook group with many in there, Jason, Celtics Canada, Samu. I mean, there's just so many names. I can't, you know, really run them down. I have to give one shout-out. You were talking about the Larry H. Russell character. There was one person who has called me by a real name on this broadcast, and there was a reason for it. There was, there was a reason why we let him do it. But I would say the most important person of Celtics beat, maybe more so more important to you than you, Hate to say it more, more so, more no, important I agree. than me. It's Brent Barry. I mean, he was the one who got everything. I really don't want to thank him too much because never everyone's going to start haggling Brent Barry for favors. <laughs> 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 say, hey, Bo, you did it for this jackass. What about me? 
Well, it's just, you know, it's it's funny because Brent wasn't making media appearances at that point. He had just started with NBA TV, I believe. And yeah. And you brought Brent on. No and one ca- was doing podcasts no one, back no, 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 then. No I mean, that was an affront to ask anybody yeah. to do a podcast. They, back then. You mostly got back, what's that? How, how do you listen? I mean, but Brent came on, and I think part of it, and I, you saw it with guys like Forsberg in particular, um, when you'd be on with Justin Poole and Coach Nick, there were certain guests that. Bob Ryan, that immediately right out of the gates you clicked with. Obviously, a relationship with John helped there, or with Brent helped there, but it also is just a matter of of of, of understanding. There's always something, someone that clicks, and that was as as big as Brent was, and he was entering you know broadcasting more and more and more back then, getting known for being outside of being a great ball player. Uh, he, he impacted the show. For the like, really jump started the show because of the chemistry you had with him. And another guy I mentioned earlier is Chris Forsberg. I mean, I know Chris well, obviously working alongside him. Um, but I, I they, there were very few Celtics beat shows, and we've had great guests from Wick Grossbeck to you know J- Brent Barry, John Barry, to all of them, right? So. And a lot of that was I, Bones. Like I said, I don't want to go right, too much yeah. into the details or else everyone's going right. to be haggling the poor yeah. guy the way the way I did. But, but a lot – but, yeah. but I got to throw it too. I mean, Forsberg and you, those were my favorite – and I am a fan of the show. I mean, I'm, I, I've told you that for years. Those were my favorite uh, episodes because you and Chris, it sounded like two smart asses sitting on a couch watching a game, having a couple beers and just BSing. And that's really the epitome – and what podcast is and should be. So you did it well, buddy. I'm out of here. Good luck in 2018, and uh, I'll see you in the office. Well, if he's out, I'm out too. No real sense going on and on on a farewell edition to keep these brief, brief in podcast senses. But one more time, thank you so much to everyone who listens who has listened, going all the way back, like I said, to to 2012 when we first launched the show. I took over as host in 2013, almost by default. No one wanted to host my show and talk about a lousy Celtics team. So I had to step in and host my show. The show existed before me. It is going to exist without me. I can't wait. And this experience has turned out to be one of the more fortuitous and fruitful opportunities in my life can't wait with all the endeavors that we have that i even have going at clns 2018 is going to be a a great year for the network if anyone wants to continue to interact with myself my twitter is at clns underscore ep of course as the executive producer of clns media uh, that twitter is flooded with press releases and all sorts of clns propaganda so i i don't blame you if you don't think i'm worthy of a follow but uh, I am so heartened to those who do, who would, hey, would love to continue to talk Celtics. I'm not going to have uh, many opportunities now to do that, especially now. I will no longer grace this space. So for episode number 243 of Celtics Beat, my final to the script. Music was provided by Chuck Dietz and Steph Legretto. For graphic designer Scott Dillon, CLNS CEO and guest Nick Gelso. I'm Larry H. Russell, signing off for Celtics Beat, powered by the CLNS Media Network.